0: Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a feel-good Friday. It is Friday, March the 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all you Irish people out there that are celebrating today. Uh, You know, the people in Ireland... Are you Irish? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you end in my Irish. You end in an I. If I so I, I, I end like- in a no. So oh, and by the way, I should probably tell us that that it is. Dave Sturgeo, Chris, Chris Gucci, O-Gucci. Paisans uh, <laughs> over there, Italian family. You know, I'm Irish and Italian. Yeah, same here. Uh, it's in the beard sometimes. Uh, sometimes when the, the light hits me just right, uh, this gets really red in the summer. Um, but, yeah, so St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. hope everybody enjoys out there. Enjoy responsibly while you're watching March Madness, which we'll get into in a little bit because that was absolutely bonkers yesterday. Uh, a couple games that are just, you know, busted all the brackets. I think there's like .17% uh, perfect brackets left out of like four billion or whatever the heck the number is. So none. Basically so there's one guy out there with like like oh, I actually picked this team, you know. So again, a lot of these guys when when they do the bracket pools and they fill them out, some guys fill out like thirty brackets, and it's like I mean, I've, to me that's not fair.
1: I'm actually ashamed to say this out loud right now, but I'm going to anyway.
0: You didn't fill out any. I didn't brackets. fill out a bracket. Me neither. Me neither. First time in a long time. Last no, this this is, like my second time in three years that I haven't. That's yeah. just good. Sh-
1: Honestly, bro, I think I've filled out maybe 36 brackets in my, in my career. Career? your right? career bracket guy? I've missed two out of the last three. We've been busy. My life is a joke.
0: <laughs> We've been busy over here at Chop Studios. So welcome, everybody, to another very, very loaded show. A lot to talk to, a lot to talk about, uh, talking to you. Uh, we'll start in the NFL. Obviously, a couple things that are going down right now. Still free agency, guys. Okay, L- that doesn't just end. All right, it it keeps going. It, it's it's constant, and uh, some more moves were made. I put Jordan Love up there just for you know to for please. me just to please Chris. Really, uh, the biggest move I thought uh, yesterday was Gardner Minshew signing with the Colts. Now the reason why I say this is big is because technically right now they don't have a quarterback. One they cut Matt Ryan, right? They've obviously moved on from everybody else that that was on the roster. I'm sure like. Jacob Eason is still there. Maybe he's not. I don't even know. But when I look at a Gardner Minshew with the Colts having the fourth f- fourth or fifth, fifth pick in the draft, clearly everybody's thinking they're in on a quarterback, right? And they should be. Do you think Gardner Minshew starts the year as the Colts starting quarterback regardless of who they draft?
1: Not regardless of who they draft. you got to see how the kid uh, pans out when he gets to camp. But I, I think that they're going to draft, or they're going to definitely draft a quarterback. I mean, I think that heading to. is on the wall. I mean, Gardner no Minshew choice. can't be your long um, choice. Gardner Minshew is going to keep on finding himself in this position, and that's not a bad spot to be in. Not at all. Being realistic, I mean, you come in and you be a stopgap. Gardner Minshew will play a decent amount of time in the league at that role. Uh, he, he just got out of that role, basically, with Jacksonville. Yeah. So, welcome back. Jimmy G is going to be in a similar role. No matter which way you look at it, the Raiders are going to be on the market for a long-term quarterback. You would think. Almost immediately. Whether or not they're able to land one in the draft this year, I think that remains to be seen. Or even if that's the, the approach they're going to take, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they'll be they'll, they'll be tanking for Caleb next year.
0: That's true. I, I keep forgetting that there's USC, a, apparently a uh, Patrick Mahomes 2.0 uh, waiting in the wings at USC. So we'll see who who tanks for that guy I don't look nobody's, I don't believe in, nobody's actually yeah, I tanking I don't believe in tanking But
1: either. when you're looking ahead at the next year's uh, quarterback class I'm not sure how loaded it is but as of right now they have arguably one of the best quarterback prospects since Trevor Lawrence, because we get one every three years, that's the best ever. And before so. Trevor
0: Lawrence, it was Andrew Luck, and before Andrew Luck, it was Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh, well, that was in every three years. That's a little bit more of a a gap there. Um, the Giants keep spending. Uh, they wind up with another receiver. They re-signed Slayton. Obviously, they re-signed Shepard. We knew about that. But yesterday, they bring in Paris Campbell. Now, are the Giants piecing this together? To, I mean, obviously, they acquired Darren Waller the other day too. So when you look at this Giants offense. They're bringing back Daniel Jones. He gets the he gets his bag. Saquon Barkley not playing on the franchise tag. What are your expectations for the Giants? Are they piecing this together to have a bunch of number two receivers to produce a good passing attack, or is this just like? Well, I mean, like I don't They got to attack I, a receiver in the draft. You're, you're looking at Paris Campbell as a two. He had a great year last year. He did as and a that's what? what? As a as a wha- he I, was beat nah, out was by Alec
1: Pierce, right?
0: Technically, I guess, and Michael Pittman Jr. But so he was a three. on a team
1: that sucked yeah so i'm not looking at paris campbell as a bad football player but this isn't going to be a signing that pushes the envelope or or puts them over the edge in terms of pass catchers um i think really what they get out of paris campbell is another guy that's very similar to Lazard, but probably not even as good whereas he's going to be a good downfield blocker he's committed to playing football on all four downs three downs however you want to look at it Um, but i'm not i'm not No, Daniel Jones to Paris Campbell, don't get too comfortable. If I had to to make an assumption
0: right now or a bold prediction here on March 17th before any mini camps or anything like that, before they even step on the field, if the Giants don't spend their first-round pick on on a receiver, which a lot of mocks have the Giants drafting a receiver, if they don't, give me Hodgins to be the best receiver on that team next year. Saquon. Or Saquon Barkley, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But
1: um, yeah, the Giants. There's a real chance at regression for them next year because they played above their heads a little bit this year. I'm not saying that they're definitely going to do a little bit worse, but now, as teams go into this season, they're looking at the Giants as a tougher game as a re- as opposed to what people may have looked at them as a, a potential pushover early. The coach is a real good coach, obviously. You know, we saw it firsthand last year. But teams are going to have a year to adjust, and now Daniel Jones is getting paid. There is an expectation that he should be playing a little bit better based on the contract. Now there is. Is he going to move forward again? Is he going to take another step? It all it all depends on Daniel Jones. If he stays the same, if he's the exact same quarterback, they'll win some games. They'll be regular, but they're not gonna they're not gonna threaten for a title this year. They need some more help at the offensive uh, at the receiver
0: position. For uh, sure. And he's
1: not gonna do anything at the twenty. What are they picking
0: Twenty fifth, right before Dallas at twenty six. Yeah, I'm
1: not. I'm not so sure. At, at least Re- out of the gate.
0: Receiver in the first round seems to be a little deeper. I mean, it's not a deep class, but the first round receivers can like a say, flowers or something like that. That kind of guy could fall to them, and and he can make some noise well, in the Giants offense.
1: Um, I'm not sure about what the consensus is, but based on the conversation we had with the the draft guy, we he, he was saying that there's only real four. So in my estimation is if there's only four and then there's a drop off, those four might go sooner than they should.
0: Yeah. You know how, how
1: many how many drafts in the last in recent memory has there been four receivers not gone by the twenty fifth pick? Usually, there's four off the board by then, no question about it. Especially in a class where it's a little bit more thin.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, I'm just checking real quick on one thing here, uh, Mike Renner, <laughs> before he's just the draft guy. <laughs> it's like a, I, it was Mike, and the last name was was like you can't hold that against me, right? No, now. no, not at he all. He's a
1: Packer. I should have been the first the of all Packer guy.
0: Why not be considered the draft guy? Like well, that's, that, that's a yeah, that's a the badge of honor. Guy, if the anything. Guy, Mike. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Mike. Anyway, Mike. See you later, buddy. I'm sure he's uh, watching. I'm sure he's watching. Uh, James Robinson. So, oh, I was actually talking about the NFC East for a second. The Eagles make a couple moves as well. They re-sign and extend Darius Slay after rumors were that. He was cut. So a weird situation brewed over there. He wanted a new contract. He got the extendo he was looking for. So they're keeping a a nice chunk of their defense together from last year. So we'll see how that plays out. Marcus Mariota signs with the Eagles to be the backup uh, to Jalen Hurts. So they're the same guy. Like Gardner Minshew, Marcus Mariota, all of a sudden they're going to be these journeyman backups that stay in the league for a while. Um, And there's other ones out there, which we'll get into in a minute, of I'm very surprised that specific people don't have an app, like at least an opportunity yet. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, James Robinson signs with the Patriots, so another Patriot back that you just don't know if he's going to get the workload. You obviously have a decent running game over there already. Seems like a Bill Belichick guy out of the gate. He does. He does. I. I don't hate the move. I, I don't hate the I move think it's at all. A really good move. The Patriots are uh, doing pretty good in free agency right now, adding some talent. Um, what we just heard about is Mike Geseki also signing with the Patriots, so he seems like a Belichick guy too. Uh, so they add tight end help. Another bigger splash. Look, we knew going into free agency. The Chicago Bears were going to be active because, obviously, they have the most money to spend out of the entire league. And they trade away the number one pick. They get the Hall. They bring in DJ Moore. Now they go out and sign your boy, Robert Tanyan, uh, to be their backup tight end, I guess, to Colt Komet. So all of a sudden, their tight end room is pretty good for a young quarterback, which is, by the way, a young quarterback's best friend, is the tight end. So you have a Tanyan and a Comet now to do work underneath. And then they, they. I feel like this is a splash move. Dante Foreman is signed by the Bears. I know they lost David Montgomery to the Lions. But Foreman over there, after the year he just had, now you feel like the Panthers are going to be in the market to trade for maybe one of these running backs. Unless they want to road Chuba Hubbard I don't, Hubbard know, if, I don't the, know if the Panthers the have grind. what it
1: takes to make any trades at this point. because They, they got do have the ball. number one overall pick. The Panthers? Yeah. Yeah, but they, they gave up everything else to get it. No, I'm saying you know they know could I mean? trade so down
0: they, a spot or two. A spot or two. Could you imagine trading up the entire
1: world and your next 15 years of your of your? No, but I'm saying they can get a
0: haul back. To it get,
1: to get. the I mean, like, that would be absurd because you can't probably you not going to trade a one for any you're of these. Not gonna, ev- you're not going to trade the one now considering what you gave up for it. If they don't take a quarterback at one right away, it'll be looked at as a complete epic failure. There's didn't too they sign many risks because they didn't, shine, they didn't trade all that. They signed a quarterback, though,
0: the Panthers. Oh, man, who's the stopgap over there? They just signed. Uh, it, was it um, Heineke? No. No. he, he went to Oh, what land. the hell? Who? No. Jacoby Brissett? No. Brissett. No. He's a commander. Jacoby Brissett signed with the commanders, by the it, way, it can't it be anyone matter. worth
1: noting because yeah.
0: he's truth. We can't remember. The fact remember that I him. can't remember it.
1: But no, they're not, they're not. They're not. They could draft a running back maybe, but not that high. You know, mm. they're not. They're not. The, the running back is out of the question when it comes to that. Maybe they could bring in Kareem Hunt. <laughs> maybe they could bring in. There's a. There's probably a, forty other running backs that are available. Derrick Henry. Well, guess Darwin what? Cook.
0: Here's here's where we're at now. So again, week, this is like, it's still kind of the first wave of free agency the first couple of days. Remember, it started technically on Wednesday. So we're only on Friday right now. But the first wave of free agents seems to be coming to a, a little bit of a slower stoppage. Right now, gun to your head, Chris, who's winning free agency right now? Who's making the the right moves for their team and, and putting themselves in a position to win based off a of free agency alone? And this could also mean parting ways with people because that's technically part of free agency as well. For me, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say Chicago because they're spending the most money and they're loading up. They're trying I mean, to load up. I
1: would say maybe Denver.
0: They're bringing in some talent over Denver there, and it's the Sean Payton spent effect.
1: Probably more money than everybody else. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, I don't. I don't know how often. That translates. I, I saw a graphic the other day, and I'm not going to say exactly, but I feel like um, spe- the biggest spenders see a big increase in win totals they the do. following season. There is season. an actual so, stat, yeah. But not many of those teams have went on to win anything.
0: Like I think the last year's winner of highest spenders were the Jaguars, and they improved. They won the AFC South, and they yeah, got themselves so a home playoff game. Year after year,
1: win- the, whoever spends the most money in the offseason has a drastic chance to, to improve. I would say that the Bears are in a very good sp- – Spot to improve on some wins, yeah. regardless, because if the division got a little bit worse, you could argue with Rodgers leaving. Mm-hmm. Um I'll argue that they are still the best team in <laughs> the North. I mean, um it's the Vikings, but man, the Vikings' defense is really bad, and there they're playoff losing, teams. But so they're right losing now. guys on defense that was already bad. Like <laughs> their better true. players are gone. Not wrong. Thielen gone. Dalvin Cook on the market. What did their offensive line look like at the end of last year? What's it looking like now? There's a lot of turnover going on Sounds right like
0: now. He, what do you got in that cup over there? Hater-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually almost empty. It's like
1: <laughs> it's like Luke cold coffee at this point. It's gross,
0: cold-hearted over here.
1: About Minnesota, um, who won free agency? It's so very, far. I mean, it's so winning. far, you it's hard. I mean, I don't really like all the moves that Chicago made. I don't. I don't. I think the last two were were decent, but I mean, would you consider winning free agency the trade? Yeah. You know, because then it's like off, yes, winning, winning the off season. Then you could say fine, but I know that they're going to botch that anyway. So <laughs> you can't botch that. Come they on. can't. They
0: can. They. Can't? I guess they can. <laughs> they can. They will. They botched the, the Justin Fields thing already. Oh. Um, so notable names that are left out there after the first couple days of free agency, I have a funny feeling that we have might have seen the last day that Carson Wentz starts for an NFL team. And I've been saying this since Jump Street. Well, yeah, that's... Carson Wentz is nowhere to be found right now. Neither is Matt Ryan. Neither is Teddy Bridgewater. Like, Bridgewater will find a, a role. But, like, Matt Ryan might have to retire or might have to just be a, a Carson coach Wentz, or something.
1: A, I read a report, an article about Carson Wentz meeting with his agent and coming up with a plan to remain in the NFL at, at all costs. No matter what he has to do, he'll even coach. No. Basically, I mean, he wasn't saying he wants to coach, but he's going. He's he's accepting of the fact that now he is no longer considered a top 32 quarterback in the world. And now, if he wants a job, he's going in saying, "Hey, I don't. He's got to be I will. I want to come in here and help out, learn some things, and compete. Nothing wrong with that. I think it's admirable. You know, a lot of guys they end their careers in the wrong way because they have an ego. They may have some success early, and then they have this inflated expectation that they deserve the world." Carson Wentz wants to go back out and earn it. He's still got enough, you know, youth is on his side when it comes to this. You've seen it with Geno. I wouldn't write Carson Wentz completely off yet, forever. You think he right write back? But there's, don't, there's, there's definitely going to be a, a couple years before we see Carson Wentz, by choice, being a starting quarterback in the NFL. Great guy.
0: Terrible quarterback.
1: We ended up seeing a ton of quarterbacks that we never expected to see start a game in the league this year.
0: That's true. That's very true. Uh, The running back market right now, after all the moves that have been made already, James Robinson was signed by the Patriots with the following players still available. Zeke now, Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram. Like, don't you think Kareem Hunt would, would be a better signing over in New England outside of James Robinson? Well,
1: I mean, Kareem Hunt might want double the money.
0: This is very true. So if you're I looking guess... at
1: it from that scope, then no, not even a little bit. James Robinson has been equally, if not more productive, than Kareem Hunt has been Your over the last uh, two seasons.
0: Your opinion, who lands on a team first, Zeke, Fournette, or Hunt? I think Fournette will wait. Just he'll much, wait to like, the playoffs. Yeah, he'll wait. He'll <laughs> wait. He has no problem when The playoff money will come shining through. Um. Probably Kareem Hunt. Honestly, I would say I, I, my my assumption. He's is been that a free too.
1: agent far longer than Zeke. You know, so he's been he's would I mean, there's I been say
0: far longer. I mean, you know,
1: far longer. Like the, well, expectation, the season ended, he had no contract. But, there was, yeah. but going into how about this? Not only the season ended, he had no contract. Going into last season, he was in a in a lame duck year where yeah. it was he was available to other teams. Like people have been potentially looking at Kareem Hunt in their lineup. For almost a year and a half at this point.
0: That's true. Receivers, Kenny Galladay of the New York Giants, he got cut after his abysmal year. Uh Adam Thielen, still out there visiting the Panthers, I believe. Uh the last I checked. DJ Chark, dude, dude dude, dude. He's out there. Still no no team for him. Uh Jarvis Landry. I've always been a, a juice Landry guy, but I don't see him landing anywhere else. The the tight end market, Dalton Schultz. You want to talk about a landing spot for Dalton Schultz? You probably have mentioned this already, but he'd Green be Bay. a good, good fit in Green Bay. He really would. Um, I think he's, he'd be a perfect fit for Jordan Love in that offense. Um, if not, I still say L.A. Uh, to join uh, Kellen Moore. But um, I have to ask you this before we move on to a couple things from the uh, March Madness tournament. Jordan Love, right? He's now officially the guy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not uh, it's unofficially official. I, I, I hate the people that are like, it's Jordan not done 2v1. yet. It's, it's, not, it's done. Really,
1: it's not done in the in the sense of you don't the know the what we're getting back. The paperwork has not
0: been filed yet. Okay, yeah. fine. Jordan but Love it's starting
1: done. QB1 for exactly. Green Bay next
0: year. So now I ask you, where does Jordan Love fall in your rankings of the NFC quarterbacks? Now, just based off the mojo market, these don't really count for skill because a lot of guys have banked value. So, like, the top dogs right now in the NFC are Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff, and then Dak Prescott. That's all market value, right? But if you had to rank them in order of, of – Obviously, best to worst. The best quarterback in the NFC right now is who? Would you give it to Jalen Hurts just because of the fact yes, that he went to a Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, Rodgers is out of town. Rodgers is Brady's gone. He's gone now. I mean, we're looking around. I'll just do a quick gloss over. It's not anybody else in the East. No offense. It's not anybody in the North because I I think they're all not that good. Out west,
0: no. <laughs> Okay. What are you I saying was... Justin Fields, Thielen, no, like, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Right. You didn't even say the South yet, but yeah, I, like Derek right. Carr's. Uh, I, I'm just saying. Uh, like, look right. at this rolodex of NFC quarterbacks. That's
1: right what now. I'm saying. I was arguing, not arguing, but having a little. Twitter. Time is now, Dallas. A little, a little <laughs> Twitter debate. A little Twitter debate when we were talking about you know where does Jordan Love rank? And it's like, well, I mean, right now, what, what about Stafford
0: a... in the West? What about him? I'm just, I'm throwing a name. I'm, I'm not. Are we talking about who had a no, no. Who's Jordan the Love, best quarterback going into this right year in now, the NFC?
1: Right now, I mean, if we're looking at it from a, a GM standpoint, I don't know that there's five quarterbacks in the NFC that, like, Jordan Love has more value in the league than about almost all of them that not named Jalen Hurts at this point in terms of the, the potential, you know, and his his age, the situation that he's coming into right now, it's there for the taking. There could be a very real conversation to be had about Jordan Love being in the top three quarterbacks in the NFC by the end of – by by October, realistically, because there's not – you looked,
0: right? Well, you still have Kyler Murray, who's coming off ACL. He's not going to be there till about October, October, November. Right? Yeah, So you could like, scratch Kyler. We're looking at – right. Where do you put Dak, honestly? I, to me, looking at this list, and just because guys like Brady, Rodgers, all gone now, and you don't have to worry about these guys – I'll put Stafford putting, over Dak no, in, not. in terms of like I'm not.
1: who I think is a better quarterback. I think Stafford's a better quarterback, but mm-hmm. I think that Stafford might be done.
0: No respect for
1: Kirk Cousins? I have I have exactly the respect that Kirk Cousins deserves. He's average. He's a, around the top 15, the top 14 quarterback in the league. He has weeks where he looks like he could be top five, but then he has weeks where he completely ruins every chance his team has to do anything that, that
0: season. It's so crazy how loaded the AFC is compared right? to the NFC. So, it's there for oh the taking. God, I think there's,
1: there's also some shred as to why Green Bay is willing to do this right now. Where it's like, look, it's the, the NFC is wide open. We could have some real success. Even within the division, we want to look at Kirk Cousins. Okay, do, do I have to explain everybody, everybody on earth? It's like, who's the most underrated player in the NFL? And it'll say Kirk Cousins. Then you look at the actual metrics, and it's like, no, he's rated exactly where he belongs. Do you put him in the top 10? No. Do you put him top 12? Maybe. Maybe even if you if you think Kirk Cousins is underrated, he's top twelve to you. So, you know, really like if most people are rating him at sixteen to fifteen, middle of the pack. You, give, all him, you give him a little bit of you're extra. You're putting Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. You're putting any of these guys above the other one. One day you might, the next day you won't. It's that. That's where it's at with so these it's, quarterbacks.
0: So it's definitely Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, I'm putting Dak Prescott at least second.
1: All, all right. I mean, at least second. Yeah. I mean, meaning at, there's a debate for him to be
0: better than Jalen Hurts. No, 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 stop. Well, be, look, you're you're going recency bias. I'm going. I'm
1: going based on. I'm going based on the fact that we've seen Dak now for five years. Like right,
0: seven, but yeah. seven years. <laughs> Feels like it,
1: right? Seven years, one playoff win in his rookie season. I'm not taking anything away from Dak. I think there's and he other a playoff game this other, year. other variables, fair. All right, I'm taking other. I'm not taking anything away from Dak. I think Dak is a little bit better than Kirk Cousins. I think he's you know right above that average quarterback. He's like fringe top 10, but then he again
0: has games where he looks like complete shit. But it's crazy that you say that fringe top 10. Like do you put Stafford in the top 10 in the league right now? No, but so I So that's what I'm saying. Like but I like, think we were looking
1: at it when going into last season. Yes. You know, so it's like what are we talking about here? It's one bad year. Same I don't think with Dak. He had a bad year. Yeah, he but, did, but he's had he's had seven like not great years. You know, it's like, I want to see a little bit more. You you have to admit, bro, Dak needs to do more. Of course he does. Right? Yeah, so it's just, no, that's, that's it. Not it's a like, debate. We, we got to see him do it. It's not like he's in year three. You know, it's time. Time is now, Dak. Could he jump up into the top five? I doubt it. Could he be considered clear-cut top ten? Top uh, five in
0: the NFC?
1: Oh, no, I'm talking about oh, in the league. Oh, in the league, yeah. Um, Top five in the NFC, I mean, if you're not putting him there, then... You're just a like you know, but then again, you could have people argue the fact that Daniel Jones is better at this point, Get which the is crazy. Get out of here! Stop it's it! Crazy. Stop it! But, stop
0: it! Everybody! But, but my stop.
1: point being is, if Daniel Jones goes out and throws thirty touchdowns this year with with a bad, pass, he's
0: never thrown thirty touchdowns. <laughs> I know, but <laughs>
1: like, if he does it this year, then then will it be automatic that he's better? There's a lot of recency bias, but then there's a lot of other things that where it's like, yeah, recency bias because. It, fi- it factors into your Somebody argument. Somebody that's now. in the
0: same conversation as a Jordan Love is a Trey Lance. We don't know what he's got because he got hurt quick and he's out. Fair. So, I would say, I mean, where does Brock Purdy fall? Roddy the the probably title falls game. to
1: the QB two in San Fran. That's probably <laughs> so where he I falls. I think so too. <laughs> so look, the <laughs> NFC is going to be fun. It's wide open this year. Thank um, God. It's.
0: <laughs> I needed it to be wide I open. Can't sit here one on, more I again. can't
1: put Jordan Love anywhere just yet, though. To answer the original question, it's hard for me to of rank a guy. Got. That has, I was just I curious.
0: 86 career attempts. I mean, I mean, I know we switched the things Brady already, be but like, way higher in the market to me, Jordan. Yeah, of course, he's he's fourteen dollars right now or something like that, and he's where Brady's one hundred and seventy or something. That's like be insane. Uh, but uh, right off the rip, Jordan Love is better than Jacoby Baker, Daniel Jones. There's nobody on this. Goff, li- there's nobody Cousins, on this list. Stafford. <laughs> like, I nobody- think Jordan Love's better than those guys right off the rip. He hasn't played a game yet, a real meaningful game. Now, he's never. He hasn't run out of the tunnel to be a starting quarterback of the Packers, and I think he's going to have on himself this some list. Success.
1: On this list, there's no quarterback on that list that I would trade Jordan Love for. And you wouldn't
0: trade him for J- uh, J- uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, you would. F- I probably would. You would, But that's um, the only one, and that's But fine. that's
1: the only one. And honestly, as a Packer fan, I'm not saying, like, maybe I would get roasted for this. I wouldn't do it. But there could be a point in a year where it's like nobody would because we haven't seen Jordan Love yet. So because of the lottery ticket that I'm holding in my hand, yeah. it's worth it because, you know, I want to see what, AJ, uh, what Jalen Hurts is able to do without a loaded offense. Oh, it's
0: going to happen. As soon as he gets paid, yeah. it's...
1: Game over. So we'll see. We'll see how good Jalen Hurts actually is. I know that he's a
0: really good player though. So yes, I'm, he's and a good I, player. And I think in the
1: that he's a good off the field guy, good character guy, sure, good teammate.
0: All, good can't teammate. say anything bad about great Jalen Hurts. stuff. Speaking of great stuff, uh, Furman <laughs> took out uh, Virginia yesterday. Did you see the final play? I did. It's is it one big. of the biggest blunders in? Bra- in NCAA March Madness history. It is. The guy's got a um, timeout left. He's dribbling under the court, underneath the basket. Instead of calling timeout, he thinks he might see somebody way down yonder, and he chuck – I'm talking blindly chucks the ball as far as he possibly can. It gets picked off, one pass, jumper, got it, and the game is over. Virginia's done. That kid is going to be sick for the coach, rest of his life.
1: Coach got to know his players and um, got to got to tell your players we got a timeout. Like, I put that on the coach. Even if he told him, I still put it on the coach. Can't okay. the coach call timeout? Um, is that allowed? I don't think you could call a timeout. A coach can't call a timeout while the play is happening. It's not like,
0: it's not like. Um, oh, because when the score, like when a big score yeah. happens, it's like beep. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, the coach yeah. is like timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the middle of a play, the coach has no pull. No pull. Whew. So that's on the kid. Yeah, that kid's he gonna be sick. He can
1: say, call timeout. Yeah.
0: Call timeout. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Time out, and he's like, well, "All right," and he just throws it as far as he can. But he didn't. What a, oh, what a ridiculous. So I moment. mean,
1: like that's the only play that I saw
0: yesterday. So I <laughs> it hope was a great have, one. I hope you don't have
1: any other questions. No, I, the I don't. Tournament. Well,
0: hey, listen, Jersey stand all the way up. Princeton takes out Arizona. Okay, the 15 seed takes out the two. Arizona was picked to win the damn thing by a lot of people, and last year. They're, again, Arizona's been consistently good at college basketball for as long as I've been alive. They've just been always good. Even, did they have Mike Bibby? Yeah. Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. I've am saying watched Arizona for years do work in the SEA tournament for them to get bounced by Princeton. Jason Garrett's very own Princeton Tigers took out This team last night, and I was watching it here with a couple of the guys, and I'm like, this is incredible. So two massive, massive upsets. The biggest thing I could say to you guys is this. This weekend's going to be even crazier. You know it. The tournament's going to get nuttier. Go out there on the mojo market right now and start betting on who you think is going to win these games. There's long shots. There is, look, I don't know if anybody picked Princeton. I don't know if anybody picked Furman. I have no idea. Probably not. A lot, a lot
1: not. of people were picking Furman as like, one of the potential upsets. I saw three teams, Furman was one of them, where they were like, oh, this team could go far. Furman? Like
0: last year's um, St. Saint Pete's? Saint Bro, what? I'm saying last There was yeah. a story in Jersey last year where the guys were making this crazy oh, yeah, run. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the coach left for Seton Hall, I think. Was it St. Peter's? St. Peter's, yeah. yeah. See? Yeah, see, I know my stuff. Um, but anyway. What was so was his name? Uh, Bob Smith. <laughs>
1: so, I anyway. think he
0: transferred already. Bob Smith is gone. Uh, anyway, so to do that, you got to follow us right now on social media. Over there on TikTok, Instagram, and the old Twitter machine, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Get involved right now. And, of course, do it responsibly over the weekend. There's a lot of action. The thing is, guys, I'm telling you right now, if you just pull up your app while you're watching. Well, you can't do that because if you're watching this on your phone, you can't. But right after this show, pull up the app. See how much stuff they got going on, man. You can narrow this down. Today's promos, Friday Spotlight, 20 Features, 20 Props. Porny money lines, sleeper picks. It's all here, guys. You can see that. That's not hard. It is just a constant Rolodex of things to do on the Mojo Market um, app. So do that. I, iTunes, iTunes. iPhones. Androids. You can all get involved. In the March Madness, right now, do it. Um, And, yeah, that'll do it for the show. So, again, a great weekend ahead. Enjoy everything. The NBA will get back into that conversation come Monday. We're down to, like, the final 10 games of the regular season. So that's coming down to the wire. Very excited about that. The Knicks are going to be a playoff team no matter what, just a matter of what seed they're going to be. Just a matter of what team they're going to get beat by in the first round. (laughs) You know what, dude? So, the thing is, sir, it's – Feel good Friday. I said it at the top of the show. I am not a Knicks fan. I don't care. Your business
1: partner is. So root for my happiness um, here. For the love I'll root for the God. Knicks to make the playoffs and lose to they the They made Cavs. the
0: playoffs already. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I think they're going to get. You just saw what I went through with Zeke Elliott, and you want me to go through another Knicks elimination. I don't Knicks want you
1: personally to go through anything. Seems like I, it. I just don't Seems want. Seems like I don't it. really <laughs> care for the Knicks. I'm Miami Heat. guy. And guess guy. what? They don't care about you. I'm a you '90s either. Heat guy. '90s bro.
0: Heat guy. He's got Charlotte Hornets stuff up in the. Why though? What? Who's on that Hornets team? <sighs> Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo got- Mourning. Where did Alonzo Mourning go? He play? went to the Heat. Yeah. i Alon-
1: Alonzo Mourning's my favorite NBA player ever, bar none. So for those that didn't, Anthony know-
0: Mason would eat his lunch. God rest his soul. Loved you, Mace. It's um, my first jersey ever bought, besides Starks. You're out of like, your mind, by the way. I love Anthony. Mason. Alonzo Mourning. Remember how you shoot a free throw? You'd have one. Of if it wasn't
1: for though. Shaq, Alonzo Mourning, I mean, really, Alonzo Mourning was. If he played today, he would be dominant. <laughs> then there was like Hakeem, David Robinson, Ewing, Shaq, <laughs> Rick Smiths, Arvinus Sabotis. Like even the bums were like seven foot four. Rick Smiths was Rick a, was yeah. a uh, seven foot the four Duncan body Dutchman. in front of you. Duncan house. Dutchman, Arvidas Sabotis, Demontis Sabonis' father, Faja
0: crazy. Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci. Have yourself a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you back here on Monday.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, (laughs) ma'am.